Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and this podcast brings you the audio experience of GameDev.TV. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think Aaron asked me a question on Discord about, I guess, how video games have influenced or like what what makes me so passionate and like happy. And I was like, oh, the, the age old question, I guess, is all the time. Mm. But like, how are you the way you are? I'm like, I don't know. I, I try to answer it, but I'm like, that's not really the answer because I dive deep in my like, Is that the answer? It's hard. It's hard figuring out yourself. That's I've learned that in the last couple of years. It's like, who am I? Yeah. What am I really? Yeah. And there's I mean, so many influences too, because you, like, I'll think that's who I am, but I'm like, is it? Is that what people told me I am? And then I think that's the answer to who I am. Yeah. Ah, it's so just yeah. Yeah, it's an, it's a thing. I was thinking about um, we should definitely do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you'd want to do this, or, but we should definitely do a flip round thing. Where we interview you for sure. <laughs> You're a really interesting person, and I think it would be a good podcast for sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you want we can do it now? We can't do it now. <laughs> we interview each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think, think anybody else is coming. All right. If they do come, they'll join in the conversation. So we'll make this. I don't know what episode this will be because I'll probably. I don't know. These episodes, I just throw it in when I don't have anything else. Like, like if we just can't for some reason have an episode, I'm like, I got the backup episodes. But we'll see. Yeah. Because I'm waiting too for Lee's podcast episode because Sony is just like, no, you can't have any Last of Us 2 in there. Which is fine because the first like 50 minutes is just him occasionally mentioning Last of Us. But then the second part, like the last 20, 30 minutes. It's just into the game, into animation, into what he did to make like Ellie do that. And Ellie did, I was like, it's a lot of valuable stuff. But, you know, Sony's like, I don't want to share it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so this is, this is going to be a, a special episode. Yeah, <laughs> the best episode. We're going to dive deep. <laughs> podcast co-hosts. Dive deep into Zoe Anderson, KB. We're going to get Aaron, Ricardo, and Brian on and then do it to them one day. Aaron, he's worked on Half-Life. He's a phenomenal person. He's got a lot to say about his life. Brian, he needs to get on. I haven't seen him lately. <laughs> yeah. And then Ricardo, he's, uh, he usually drinks wine, and he's, uh, he's a fun dude. You'll love to hear more about him and his story of coming from Brazil. We're going from Brazil to Poland. It's going to be a wild ride. It's crazy though. So we're at episode seventy-seven now. Now we have you, Zoe, on our podcast. This Best new addition. Right. It's the I know, way. right? Never used to this round. I know, right? This is weird. We're gonna like. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's weird for both of us because we're like both have to answer these questions. But yeah, so it's it's amazing where the podcast has come from the beginning. I had a crappy mic. Game that the TV supplied me with this nice Yeti mic. They were like. Quality needs to be up, and I was like, "All right, let's make it happen." And then I got music for the podcast, and then I got it on all platforms because it used to be on SoundCloud. And then I got guests on because for the first like twenty-five episodes, it was just Aaron, Ricardo, Brian, and I talking. Occasionally, we had this guy named what was his name, Sam? No, 
Well, I forgot his name. Uh, let me let me fix that. It's right on the community forums. But yeah, and then we also had one more person. I think I think his name was Joe or Josh. Yeah, Josh. It was like a few people who wanted to be a part of it, but then kind of just didn't stick, which is fine. It happens. Oh, Robert. His name was Robert. And then we had another guy named Max who would like participate in by like re watching them and then making comments. So that was the beginning of our podcast. And then it grew and grew and then Ben came on. And in the moment Ben came on and we had twenty episodes, he was like, All right, it's officially the game dev podcast. Whatever you need, we got you. And then from there I just started interviewing people. I got Matt Tovar, who was the first guest ever on. You don't know how nervous I was for that episode. Aww. I was like, Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm, yeah, but I thought it was great, and then just from then on, I started getting more people on, I started getting other game dev instructors on, and then now we just got people from Naughty Dog, from Unbroken Studios coming on, from Respawn, we're just going up and up and up, we're hoping to have, I think next week is going to be a Justin, one of these programmers from a, it's like a mobile casino app type gaming studio, they make like smaller games, but they're still passionate about game development, which is amazing. So yeah, so that's been our podcast journey. A little small preview. Yeah. But now, but now we're gonna dive deep into us. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you, um, you are my um my lockdown pal that I found during COVID. So I really yeah. appreciate meeting you because we get on super well. It's so weird. We just <laughs> on the internet. Right, and we we, just, we met right. in the weirdest places too. It wasn't even like, hey, I want to be in your podcast. You were just like. Something about sound, right? You were asking questions, or was it the the get finish it or get a job course? Which one was it? Yeah, I was looking. So I so I've been like thinking about a career change during. Hasn't everybody? They're like, <laughs> oh my god, um, thinking oh. about a career change, and I was just looking at a couple of short courses, and I'd done because I did I did um, video game sound at university. It was one of my modules, but it was so frustrating because all of the like equipment we had was so slow so the computers were ancient and so if you try to even do anything on unity it would just be like it would be like watching paint dry so it was just uh. so infuriating so i was thinking you know maybe i'll just re- i'll just revisit this because of i'm i love games always have and it's really and it's a really interesting area creatively with sound um so yeah i took the gamedev.tv course that you're talking about so how to how to get into the video game industry. And then, yeah, you commented on my post. And yeah. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> you were like, I'm going to start this community. I'm going to do like sound stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. We need a sound person for a game dev jam, which nobody knows. Never really happened. <laughs> Sorry, we worked on it for like two weeks. And then we got busy. I got busy. Things just happened. And... Hey, but we're going to come up with a game. Well, I'm working on a tank game now. Well, it's technically supposed to be all of us. But, again, just like the game jam, it kind of just, like, doesn't happen. But um, I already built, basically, the, like, skeleton of it. So we'll see from there. And then and we'll get maybe do some sound design and have fun with that. I'm kind of trying to make, like, a Tron tank game where it's, like, two players. Maybe we'll make it four players. And there's going to be a bunch of small tanks that come after you. Different colors mean a different like difficulties. Like a brown would be a weaker tank that doesn't move but shoots. Um, like a red one would be super fast and shoots like multiple bullets. A green one doesn't move too, but it shoots a precision like bullet that then goes like super fast and it bounces off the walls too. And I'm that's what I'm working on right now. So I got it where it can bounce off walls, but I needed to blow like 
destroy after it hits the wall the third time. So it goes boom, boom, and then it keeps going, but it needs to destroy. So that's yeah. what I'm doing in my free time, which isn't a lot, because we'll get into that later about what I do in my days. But um, but yeah, so it's coming, guys. The game dev.tv podcast crew's making a game eventually. It's it happening, gonna, I promise it's you. It's going to happen. It's this time, I promise you. Before, I was like, eh, but now I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are all so busy. I d- tell tell me, like, what a normal day looks like for you. <laughs> I know that you don't sleep. We just <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? I sleep. Just... Everybody says that. Lucy told me she's like, "Do you sleep?" I said, "Yes, I get like five <laughs> hours of sleep." Okay. Okay, so you you're based in um, LA, right? I'm based <laughs> in London. Yes. Whatever point in time, <laughs> I message you. I will get a reply almost immediately. That's not okay. You're eight hours behind me, babe. It's <laughs> like, you don't sleep. I do. It's just funny because I noticed now after you said it, but there'll be times when you sleep, like text me right when I'm about to go to sleep. So I'm like, all right, perfect. Let me reply so she thinks I'm awake and then I'll go to sleep. No, no. <laughs> I don't believe not you. all the time. That's not always, but there's occasions. I don't believe you. <laughs> I just think you're just, I think, yeah, you just kill your days, which I appreciate. It I is, though. Some days, like, one night I went to sleep around, like, 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I woke up around 10 a.m. And I was like, all right, time to go. Time to get ready for the day. Yeah, I don't know how I do it. I, I, well, I take, like, small naps, but not on purpose. So I'll be working on something, and I'll literally just fall asleep. But, yeah, so <laughs> What's my a day. What's day, a day in your life look like at the moment? So I wake up at 6 a.m. every day. At least I try to. Sometimes 6.30, sometimes 7. If I'm with my girlfriend, like 9 or 10 just because. But I wake up at 6 a.m. And then I, what I plan to do is I'll get up and stretch, get my day ready, you know, get my body loose. I try to be flexible because I used to do that all the time. I used to be super flexible and I used to do jiu-jitsu. So I was very nimble and, like, able to withstand different, like, submissions. And I was just like, yeah. And I used to touch my toes. Now I go to touch my toes, I can't. I'm like, it's a problem. And my back's starting to hurt a little bit more. I was like, all right, we need to stretch more. Mm-hmm. I do that. I try to do that before 7. Like 6 and 7, just wake up, shower, brush my teeth, get myself ready. Then 7 to 8, I either study C++. I follow one of YouTube series called Cherno. So I either watch one of those videos. I flip-flop between days. So I either watch a C++ video or I watch a Math for Games by Gary or I watch a Design Patterns by Christopher on YouTube. So I use a C++ to just like get my brain into the the different type of C++ um not frameworks but like functions. So like we got like pointers and references and static variables and uh, uh, lambda expression, like all that stuff where it's like Aaron talks to me about it's like theoretical. Like I'll do that so I get that like in my head. I'm like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And same for math and same for design patterns. Then I go into homework. Because I go, I am, I've never gone to college. So while this was all happening before, like in January, I was like, you know what? Maybe I need some like type of structure to get myself really into this computer science stuff. Because I've been, we can even go into that. I've been doing tons of different things. I am, I, focus is hard for me. Yeah, (laughs) I'm there. I'm there with you. Yes. So I, yeah, I was like, maybe this would work. And I also had to do kind of with my ex a little bit. I was, She was like, maybe you should do this. And she was like, why not? Like, it's never too late. I was like, huh. I thought about it a lot. And then I was like, you know what? After Aaron started teaching me a lot of program stuff, I was like, 
let me do it. Let me go to school for computer science. And actually, it's been great. I love it because I you, you go to Florida's um, State College of Jacksonville because my parents live there, so I get like in-state tuition even though I live here. And it's all online because of Corona. Everything's online. Like even some things that were maybe you had to go to like a test center to take proctored exams, they have it all taken care of online. So it's it's just easy for me actually. I just go and I study whenever I want. But I have a schedule. So Mondays it's like I do a math class. Tuesdays I do my English. Wednesdays I work in the tank game. Thursdays I do software class. Fridays are hardware. Oh yeah, and Tuesday I also do film. Film is like an elective. Mm-hmm. It's like five classes. So I do all that. And it's Saturday, Sundays is finish whatever I don't finish, and then just working on the game dev stuff. But now I'm preparing for an IT test in August. So my Saturdays and Sunday, well, actually my Saturdays are studying all of IT stuff. And then Sundays I do a little C++ chili. So that's instead of the churnal ones where it's like learn about the different lambdas and pointers and stuff. This one's actually like the guy goes in depth into like actually writing stuff for just like the, um, the DirectX and like th- uh, 3D graphics and making games using Visual Studio. In a way that's a little bit different from Unreal. So I spend all my time doing that so I can, like, it's like basically taking a, a class for programming and doing problems and challenges. The other one I do in the mornings are more just like, okay, what's Lambda? Cool. And then after that, which takes, it could take me either, like, all day or it can take me, like, a couple hours to finish that. Oh, yeah, and occasionally I'll, I'll eat in the morning, like, a, like a protein bar or, or something. I usually like to eat my bigger meals at the end of the day. Kind of eat, like, once or twice a day. Depends how hungry I get. Sometimes I eat, like five times a day you never know i i can eat that's another story but <laughs> so after i do that i oh yeah i even have a whiteboard i don't know if you can see it my little wow whiteboard. very organized yeah i keep myself in check basically so and i put check marks so i know when i'm done so that yeah so then i work out too so i i follow i do pndx i've been doing that forever and now i have the third one and i mix and match it a little bit but i basically do yoga mondays Tuesday, I do like some type of like cardio leg workout. Wednesdays are upper body, shoulders and arms. Thursdays is kind of like eccentric upper, which is like working at all of the upper body, but it's doing it in a very um, negative way where you like go um, up slowly and down fast. So it's like it works out more of your muscle. Same thing Friday, except it's lower body. And then Saturdays, I do like an MMX type of like cardio or go on a run. And then Sundays is like stretching and just like foam rolling and getting myself loose and ready for the next week of workouts. And then after that, I will. That's usually when I eat. I I'll eat. I love make cooking, so I'll make. My favorite thing to make is a steak with sweet potatoes and broccoli. But I don't always make that. I'll either have like chicken with broccoli, or maybe I'll make a cool pasta. It's like pasta primavera. My mom makes it's like tomatoes and spinach and garlic and then heavy cream and um, what else? I don't know. It's just a mixture of just deliciousness. It's so good. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> But yeah, if if nobody knew that before. I love cooking and baking more than you can imagine. Like before game dev, I wanted to be a chef. And then I ended up learning how to program so I can make this app, so I can make a like, food delivery service back when Uber didn't exist. And it was going to be more or less a restaurant that just delivers. There's nothing else. And then I was like, I don't know how to make an app. Let me go learn. And I started doing game dev courses. And I was like, you know what? I really like game development too. I'm like, huh. Maybe I'll be a game developer. But that's also, that took me a while. Like there's so much between how I got from where I am to where I am today. But that's we'll get to that. So after that, I I eat, I chill, and then I just study. So now I I was study for this IT test, and that takes me like four hours. It takes me a long time. 
And then after that, I end the night with doing Unreal, essentially. Unreal and brainstorming. So I'll do, like, one section of the simple shooter, because I'm trying to make an Outer Worlds clone, uh, an RPG shooter type yeah. game, like Fallout, Outer Worlds, Cyberpunk. But I'm not necessarily making it to make a game. I'm making it to learn the different mechanics so I can go and make, like, hey, I can make this and this and that for your company, because I want to work at a game studio right now. So... But eventually, I do want to turn that, like, whatever I make, eventually I want to get people and then make this a full game, like, later down the line, like, as my own studio or whatever, make this a whole full game. And it's, like, the idea is called United Planets of Galaxies because, I don't know, I was just playing around with somebody at work one time, and I was like, you know what, what if, like, in the future, the United States, like, end up, like, the world ends up becoming, like, unified, and we call it the United Planet of your Earth, and then, then when they become the United Planets of, like, um the milky way and then it becomes the galaxy and i was like what if there's a story behind that and then we just like i don't know you could place yourself in this world and it's like a little bit different like they have some stuff relevant to like now but then like you're in a different planet and like i don't know just like different aliens different stuff and i was just like what if we made this again i don't know i was just like just joking around but like let's do it so i'm doing it right now mm-hmm. so that's how i end my night i will do that you probably seen it. I don't know if you have it in Snapchat, but it'll be on my Instagram stories, Facebook stories of me just like, oh, this guy sees me. Oh, now he follows me. Now this and that. So that's me messing around. And then brainstorming, I mean, is like, so after I do the core, like, I love to just like look at concept art or like videos of other people doing kind of stuff that I want to do or just get inspiration. And I'll just think of stuff. I love making stories. So another thing that I love to do and then I have in the works is a book that I'm making with my friend. It's called The Miracle's Light. It's like, I literally have the book, the hardcover. It's it's the first draft, and we need a lot of work to do to make it into what I want it to be. But yeah, so I, I love coming up with stories. So I'll go online and go on Pinterest, look at like stuff, and then I'll come up with a story for the United Planets of Galaxies. I haven't done much yet about the story, but like that's that's what I do now at night. It's like, okay, what is this? Who's going to be the main character? Or what's going to be the main thing? Or what's What are we going to do? And I'll just... My brain just goes into another dimension. I'm just like brainstorming all this amazing stuff. And that's how I am at night because it's pretty chill. When I'm at night, I get tired. So I'm like, instead of that hard thinking of like solving stuff, it's just like, what? What is about this? What about that? And I can just lay down and watch. And I'll usually watch throughout the day if I'm like, to stay focused. I usually listen to music, but I'll put like game documentaries on or, or something to just like have it there. Because when I post, okay, so another thing I, I might have missed is I do work for TV for Instagram, podcasts, and the forums. I go on there and I motivate people, and I also do the podcast. I go and find people. That's also another thing. I spend a lot of time reaching out to people, making sure everything's set up, coming up with questions, researching their stuff, editing the podcast, doing everything I can so that's ready. And I also have another podcast with my friends called The Next Gen Podcast. Occasionally we do that. I edit those too. Um... And then the Crypto Against All Odds, it's a game that a student who took the game that the TV course has been making, he also took the courses in cryptocurrencies, and he kind of put them together and made this beautiful game about, it's like a tower defense for cryptocurrencies. It's amazing. I'm actually going to want you to test it out when we release the public demo, because you're only giving me private demos. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. You're going to love it. I love it so much. And I'm in the game. I'm in the, as a, one of the characters that you get to interact with. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very simple though. So I'm not like an actual 3D model. It's just like it's kind of like an email system form, and you like I give out a mission. You're like the K, you'll have somebody named the KB. And he'll start talking to you, and you talk back to him, and then he gives you a mission. And yeah, so I thought that was cool. But I do the marketing for that. So I go and I do the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, and then I have to reach out to people on YouTube and be like, hey, you should check out this game. You should play this game. Come on, we can talk about it. We can have like little interviews. So that just started like the first week of July. 
And I'm excited about that because I've been passionate about this game since I saw it, and I didn't know it was going to lead into all this. And I'm like, yeah, like this is cool. So that's also another like that's a lot of time where I'll just put documentaries on and just sit on my phone and just like message people. And I also reach out with Game Dev TV and with Pictog because the company that does the crypto games, Pictagore Studios. I'll reach out on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever, and I'll just like comment the same kind of same thing with the game dev. Like I'll just inspire. I get people to like know who these people are and be like, hey, like look at the game we're making. Your game you're making is awesome. Basically, just trying to like reach out to all these people and spread the love and joy of game dev and and to check out our game and more of game dev community. I'm trying to build. I want to get them to a million um, students. Right now we're at 650 plus uh, thousand. So. We've reached, I think we've had like 100,000 more since I've started the year ago with them, like just messing around with their stuff. I've always wanted to like inspire their the community and, and help them grow because I was like, they could be so much more. They're so like professional with their work. They're so, the way they teach people is very, like you actually feel like you're learning because if you do the challenges you act, and you can actually ask questions and people give you um, feedback and unlike some YouTube videos where it's like they literally give you everything. It's like, oh, I made this, but I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. So... That's been a lot of fun stuff, but that's pretty much my day. And then if I'm not doing that, I'm either hanging out with my girlfriend or my friends, or if a new game comes out. I don't usually play games that much unless it's either with people, or if a game comes out, I'll play those. Like, Last of Us 2, I played it for a couple of days, but then I get back onto the whole grind. And uh, it's a pretty busy day. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. Sometimes I don't get all of it done. So I have, like, one thing I do a day that I need done. Once I get that done, my day is complete. But then all this other stuff is like extra stuff that like I try to be consistent with it because it's better to do one like one thing for ten minutes a day than one thing like four hours one day a week. Yeah. So, and it really works out better for me. And like I, I finally figured out I've been a mess of like what works for me learning wise. Am I really learning or am I just checking off the boxes saying I did it? But did like and then working with Aaron has really like shown that like I'm just checking off the boxes and not really understanding what we're doing. Yeah. So he's helped me a lot with like learning stuff and, and fixing my learnings. And also I've realized too that like I'm at a certain point and I shouldn't rush the process. Like I'm not here but don't need to act like I'm there. I'm here and like let me just continue to move up to that position. So because I started programming – to be honest, I really started – I programmed in October of 2018 – that's when I got serious with C++ and Unreal. I was like, okay, actually, I'm understanding this. I got this. And then I stopped because I was trying to make a game. And then I started working on my book. And then I started the podcast. And just so many things took me away. And then I, I ended up doing, like, an RPG course Mondays and then Tuesdays book. And then Wednesdays Blender. And then Thursdays Unreal. But then I also had, like, ex at the time. And she she wanted, like, I spent a lot of time. And then I was working at Bahama Breeze back in Florida. There's a lot of my days were just, like, I had so many ambitions, but just like, boom. So lately, I've been like, oh, well, like I could be a better programmer. But I'm like, to be honest, if I look back, I shouldn't be, though. I, sh I didn't spend as much time. I spent much, much time doing other things. Like Blender, I spent so much time making this Brooklyn Bridge in Blender. It's amazing. It's it's like, it could be way better, of course. But like, what I did with that, I was so proud. I, I've never really done much in Blender. And I was like, okay, let me restart the course. Let me get everything from fresh. And then I was doing this bridge section i was like you know what instead of making this very simple bridge i'm gonna make the brooklyn bridge and i don't know i don't know how i did it to be honest like i it i don't know if you've ever seen it but it's it's pretty legit like i i look at it and i'm like damn i made that and that's like like i had no real experience on the advanced stuff from there I, I knew how to extrude 
move stuff around and occasionally cut things in half. But that was really it. I was like, all right. So I did that. I got from 20,000 words to 100,000 words in like five months of my book. I I was doing like real estate course too at the same time. I don't know why. I, I, I passed like the pre-exams. I never got my actual license because I was like, I'm moving, so I don't need that. I... I got the podcast up. I started working for Game Dev on the Instagram. Like there was so much that I did in the last like year. So then that's why I was like, okay, now I just want to do Unreal, and then that's when I got into Unreal at the end of 2019, and then I started really like focusing on it. Started being like, okay, how can I really learn? How can I improve? Like how can I really get my skills up? So I started doing a challenge. I was like, I'm gonna do a course, a section a day, and post it. So I started doing it. And Aaron noticed I was doing it a lot, so he invited me to his game studio that he's been working with a bunch of friends. And then actually lately they've added me to the team as an official partner. Nice. So, yeah, so it's been cool. So, like, I've been helping them with that, which nobody even knows. So, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, associated with um, – so I'm a full-time, like, or part-time. I'm, I work for GameDev.TV. I'm also an official partner of Epoch Meridian, which is Aaron's studio. And I'm also a marketing guy for – I work for Pictogor Studios. So it's like I'm doing the stuff of all these studios that I never thought I would ever be doing. Why I had a dream. I, I posted to on my Facebook and Instagram, but f- a couple years ago when I first heard about the Get a Job course, I think it was 2017, 16, and I did the whole course. And I was still kind of like confused, like what I wanted to do in my life. I was like, okay, chef, maybe. And I was like, maybe I'll do game development. That's when I found that course, and I completed it, and I wrote a, um, oh, what's it called? Like a Something. No, it's when you ask somebody to give you a review of like the work you do oh, on you LinkedIn. Asked- Feedback. Oh, on oh LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm like not, sure. um, not a recommendation, but a uh, I don't know something maybe something like that where it's just like hey this testimony I think or like hey this yeah. person actually is like really good at this stuff blah blah. So I messaged Rick about it because he's the one that taught the course, and at the time he was just part of the game dev courses, but he wasn't like in it like he is now, like pretty much second in command. So. I did that, and he replied basically saying, I wonder if I can find it really quick. He said, we haven't worked together, so I can't really give you like a... Yeah, like a yeah, a contest. Yeah, but maybe one day we'll work together or something like that. Let me see if I can find it. Because that, that, that was four, technically three years ago, but it was like November 2016. So... I'm gonna find it. It's right here. Okay, so, but yeah, so he messaged me back. Actually, that I didn't even expect to. I don't know. This is how old was I? That was three years ago, four years ago. I was like tw- nineteen, twenty. I was still like, I was like, oh wow. Like I don't know. To me, they were like big because it was like, oh wow. Like I'm learning from them. I'm doing these courses. This is crazy. The searching for LinkedIn is horrible. I put <laughs> there. We go. Okay, so here we go. So this is, I can give you the exact date. Oh, wow. So this was July 15th. I was like, hey, Rick, I love your videos. Help me out a bunch. Thank you. So that's, look at me. And then, oh, yeah, recommendation. Greatly appreciate it. Well, I sent a lot. Dang. And he <laughs> says, dude, so this is July 16th. So he says, dude, thanks for the awesome recommendation. I really appreciate your kind words. Excellent work in asking for recommendation return as well. Kudos. I can only write personal recommendations for people I've worked with and know their skill set. So I'm not in a position to write something for you at the moment. But this is the part that like I love. But perhaps one day in the future we'll have a chance to work together and I'll be able to return your kind words. 
And yesterday we had a little in, uh, team meeting, and then at one point they like throw us into separate rooms, and it was Ben and Rick. And I, to be honest, like I talk to Ben occasionally sometimes, like he's a friend. Like it's weird, like he's. If you take away like labels, you know, they're just normal people. But at the moment, like when you're not knowing them, you're like, "Wow, CEO! Wow, he made all this! Like this is crazy." And then Rick too. I was just, but now it's like we were just laughing. And I was like, "Look at that! It's the All Star team!" And and <laughs> and it's just like it was just crazy. To me, I'm like, I'm actually not working with the people that told me that maybe one day in the future. And I was like, I post. I was like, "Don't let somebody tell you you can't live your dreams. <laughs> you can't like go out there and get what you want." Yeah. And. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. It's just, I don't know. It's just like all the things that I do in my life, I was just like, hey, I kind of want to do this. Let me see how I can get there. And sure, we have very grand dreams. And I try to tell people too, like with my life, it's like the more, because there's there's a lot to me where I can't relate to other people in a way where it's just like, hey, I just see things a little bit differently. So that don't doesn't affect me that much. Whereas like people are like, for instance, like depression, like it's a different type of, it's a different playing field, and I understand it. So, like, I'm like, if you take what I say, it's a different way. You can't. We got to do it differently. So lately, because I've been dealing with stuff, I've realized I'm like, okay, I know how you feel. Like, I, I think I put myself in a way where it's like I don't feel that way. But I was like, no, I, I do, and I did. And the only way I can reach out to people and get them to understand is to dive deep into how I actually felt and not hide from it. Mm. So, yeah. So it's like there's a, there's a lot to the way I am and that's why when I ask like how do I work it's like how do I really work is it that's why when you asked before or I was just like I don't this is a hard question because I want it to be in a way where it's like relatable because a lot of my childhood is being sad and being but I guess there's a little bit of different wiring in me where it's like I can get so sad and I can even say like hey I don't want to like I want to kill myself but I didn't really mean like I didn't it wasn't like serious like, I never never caught myself never did anything so drastic t- so there's that's why I was like a little bit of wiring was like I still saw light I just was very sad and maybe victimizing myself in a way where it's like oh what was me so it's like I move away from that but I understand that people feel a certain way and I want them to know that like you can get yourself out of there it's not going to be easy and it's the hardest thing in the world and and I enjoy that because I guess I wired to enjoy like struggles and pain but you might not be so we have to we have to find a way to get you into a position where you can you can feel all right or you're not alone or you're okay so it's been it's been a struggle for me because i want people to to believe that they can do something or that, it, that it's all worth it in the end the pain and struggles that they have to go through in life because everybody's life's different everybody's wired different everybody has their own story whether you're rich whether you're poor whether you you've you've had success and now you don't like everybody has their own story so it's it's pretty much my fight like it's it's a lot i focus on too it's a lot that like i even when I was younger, before I wanted to do games, before I wanted to cook, I was like, I really like helping people or like guiding people somewhere. I, even like the smallest things was like, I want to help people mend relationships as little as when I was like 14 and there's people like, I need help. And I was like, here, do this, maybe do that. I don't, but, um, but yeah, it's been a journey of like, I don't know as much as I think I know and I want to know more so I can help more people. And then, but yeah, so my whole thing is like, I wanted to travel. I ended up traveling. Was it? easy i mean i had to work a lot of hours most people don't like like again i to me when i work it's like i'm working for money but like i've been with a lot of people where it's like uh, you know i don't really want to stay that long and i was like i don't know why it's different for me but like i enjoy work even though i don't enjoy it at the same time it's just weird like the economy where it's like i've accepted the fact that i have to be here so that way i can maybe be in morocco or uh Greece. I, I guess I've like I see it long term, so I'm like I'm okay with spending like, eighty. I used to work two jobs. I worked eighty hours a week, and that was fun to me. 
But like I think about it, I'm like, that doesn't sound fun right now. Like if I were to go do it, but the fact that I think when you're in something, when you're doing something, you get yeah. in the mode and you're like, it doesn't matter. But then you look back and you're like, ooh, does that sound fun going in at 6, 8, 7 a.m.? It was 7 a.m. Go in, prepare the Chipotle. I would work at Chipotle, so start at 7 a.m., go do my stuff, leave at 3 or 4 p.m., then go to Bahama Breeze and close at 12 a.m. and get home by 1 a.m. And I'll do it again every single day. And then I would try to wake up early like 5 a.m. so I can work out. It was a mess. I remember, I don't know how I did it because even now I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. But money, the money would came in, and then I would be able to go travel. So it's like, I mean, it wasn't easy. And then traveling was interesting because, like, not – it wasn't, like, luxury travel all the time. Sometimes I had to sleep in the floor of the airport only because of, like – Maybe one day we're like, we're just this is the best situation, so that way tomorrow we'll have to be at this hostel. Or maybe we just got there at 2 a.m. and they're like, the train's open at 6 a.m., you have to do something. And I was like, well, I haven't slept, so I'm going to sleep on this floor. It's I've been on a crazy adventure throughout the world, and I've seen a lot of things, too. I've seen people who, like, for instance, Peru. My mom's from Peru, but not only that, I've been to Peru. The conditions here, the simple having a house here is so different from having a house in having a house in Peru. Depends also how much money and where you live, but like where my grandma lives or my fam, most of my family lives, it's like you're living in a concrete box essentially. The floors, there's no carpet unless you buy a rug. The walls are just like it's all concrete. It's like cold and it feels different. You're just like, wow, this is not like the houses in America or where I grew up. So I don't know. I've been in so many situations where I'm like, this is how the world really is. Like this is this is it, and and it shaped me in a way where it's like I'm very grateful. That's another thing too. A lot of my life and why I'm super like positive and happy and go lucky is because I'm so grateful for the life I have. I'm like, you don't know how bad you have or how lucky you even have that the fact that your shower is hot. Peru, the shower is only hot like a certain. It depends where you live, but like certain part of the the year. So a lot of that stuff too is inspires me when I make games. I want to show like the world itself, not not just the poor, not just the, like the world is a mixed bag of everything in this world, and it's just like you got. It, I mean, I like what Last of Us Two did with perspectives, but I I really think without bringing in favorite characters you like, you really like putting people in the shoes of other people is what games is good at, and I want people to experience so many different shoes, so many different moments in like life that you wouldn't normally get to do but you can because of games and now with vr i think video games is going to be such an important part of letting people really understand someone else and what mm. they've been through so yeah so that's so my life since like 15 or 16 years old it's just been like i want to make my life i want to live life to the fullest that was initially how it started and then nowadays it's like while doing it, I want to show people because I met a lot of people who are like, "How do you do what you do? How are you doing this? How are you making money online? How is this po-? like how?" And I'm like, "It's not that hard," and that's only because I've done it. So like writing a book, right? You would think, "How do I write a book? How do I publish it?" Mm-hmm. Well, I I tried to do it and I did it. So now when somebody says I want to write a book, I'm like, "It's really easy. You just write the book, go on Amazon, go to the thing, make a cover letter, or they have their own. I mean, a cover title, and boom, you have a book." Maybe you need now. You're gonna have to do marketing. You have to do a lot of different things, but the steps are actually easier than you think. Podcast. How do you make a podcast? I have no idea. Let's record something. Let's get it online and let's make it happen. So actually, I did that with another podcast. And then when the game dev came, and there was a point, I was like, I know how to do it. I've done it before. Yeah. So that's pretty much. And then there's this whole thing with the idea of like, have you ever heard of the four minute mile? Where it's like it wasn't. It was impossible until someone did it. And then after that. 
everybody started doing it. So, like, I want to show people, that, like, look, you can go from the lowest point. You can be, because to be honest, my life is extraordinary. Like, I think it's pretty cool now, but before it was nothing. I didn't have, I was the type of person you asked for favorite music. I don't know. Favorite book. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was just like, I was like a zombie walking around, just like, literally did nothing. Had no skills, no talents, no, like, I'm, when people like play guitar, and like, I've been playing since I was younger, I was like, I wish I had that. So even like soccer, like sports, I was always bad at sports. I don't know, I was just always bad at things, bad at social skills. But I don't, surprisingly, I don't know why I never really like was super. I was always, I always cried being like, I wish my life was better. But like throughout the day, my life was pretty chill. I played games. I was like, whatever. But I always had a passion for games. Games was like my place to be and, and excel and have fun. And that's why I have a passion for games and stories because it's like. I love these moments. And, I, and some games have been so impactful that to this day I'll watch it and I'll still feel like, oh yeah, like, like I love this. I, I want to create more of this. But yeah, so with the podcast, I like to ask people questions. I'm like, okay, maybe everybody else gets it easy, but I don't. Why? How do you do what you do? With the, Insta, the game dev forums, I'm like, hey, you can do it. I, I, I have a hard time, but I, I've beating my challenges and I've gotten to a point you can do it you I believe I know it's hard like there's some people who are just like but I can't figure out I'm like I know exactly how you feel please don't give up even one of the podcast people he was like it's sometimes you're just slow but but he even said he's like please don't stop like you'll you'll get there and I was like that hit me too I was like all right I won't stop like I can't stop and then other people will eventually tell me and I try not to get like too into these comments whether good or bad but they'll they'll be like you really do inspire me and I'm like huh me, me, it's, it's, it's the, it's probably the insecure part of me who's like, I was not like, what do you mean me? I'm nothing. I'm just me trying to make my life enjoyable. But they'll be like, you're, you're, you're moving to California. You're, how do you travel back and forth here? How do you, how do you have this podcast? How do you talk to these people? How are you? And I'm like, well, that's why I share what I share, do what I do, talk about what I talk about, try to reframe the way I word things, articulate things so that way it makes sense and people can understand it in a way that's like, I get it. I understand why you're that way, and I try to listen to different like um, philosophies, like stoicism and all this different stuff, so I can better understand like, hey, how can I improve my life? How can we use this to make maybe a new one that fits all people? Or maybe you can't do all people. All people have to do different things. Like who? I don't know. Those are questions I don't know. But I ponder with my friend, who's a screenplay writer. We always go back and forth about things, and I was like, this is I love this, and like I want to have that discussion when making games. Like how can we make this game? still feel fun and entertaining but like have little things behind it where you play it and you're like huh i never thought of it like that because i think to yeah. me that's how i'll get my message across through stories and games uh, I, I could go up there and be like a motivational speaker but that just doesn't fit me even though everybody's like you should be a motivational speaker i'm like no 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 I, if i want to do it it's either just by living my life and like just having one-to-one -one moments where people be like hey yeah you can or just make a game where like the, the character yourself you can relate to it so much that when i do something inspiring it inspires you uh, other than that, I just want to make entertainment that people can just... I don't know, like Spider-Man, there's a lot of stuff with that old movie, like Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, where it's like, the movie's entertaining, but there's stuff behind the scenes. I love going deep. I watch videos all the time, but like, with movies where it's like, there's a lot of themes that have to do with like, just our whole entire lives and our archetypes and like, who we are as people and why we do what we do. And maybe sometimes you can learn better from a character you can relate to, like Spider-Man, who's the most relatable superhero, than you can from anybody else. Like, he, in the third one, he fights his own demons. That's something I don't think anybody talks about a lot, but, like, I've done things I'm not happy about in my life. And it's like, I have to fight my own demons and realize, like, that isn't me. That, like, that, that can come up and it, it happens, but I have to learn to fight those demons. And I learned that from watching Spider-Man, being like, this is how he dealt with it. This is what happens. 
this is it shows you like when it could happen and maybe it's happening in your life and like how can you deal with that so it's just it's a lot of stuff and like if you don't notice i love philosophy and psychology i just love getting deep with people about stuff so yeah that's that's my that's a part of me I, that's not even like 99 percent. it's just <laughs> i feel like i've been rambling though so it's like no you're fine <laughs> well i it was all good i was like i'm not gonna interrupt him i'll just let him go um but yeah. what i really appreciate about you especially is like you hold yourself such a high standard and <laughs> hold others to a high standard as well which i think is really important and also like you know you're like me you've always got something on the go yeah. i really yeah, I really appreciate that and i guess the like the question is you're also really self-reflective you're yeah, also it, you're <laughs> also young you're younger than me i won't say how old but yes oh come on you're um, young you look really young i'm not gonna get you to guess my no, no. well like 26 um, <laughs> older than that um, 27 See, you're wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm just, I'm just getting edging closer to thirty, and you start getting afraid. Um, anyway, but yeah, you're so sort of self-reflective and self-pondering. Is that always been something you've sort of engaged in? It's like self-reflection, and so yeah. I think, I think this, in a weird, not a weird way, but just like the honest truth, I think it was like that, in a negative way throughout my life I've always just been like bashing myself I guess and being like yeah. I, easily done it it's really bad too because I don't I've never been diagnosed with anything and I've kind of just accepted that things are the way they are for me and I kind of just fight through it again I think it's just how I'm wired so I don't I don't tell anybody like it's easy whatever I do isn't easy I think just the way I handle it is easy for me my mindset but anything I do is hard like when I tell people to take cold showers every morning like oh i'm like that that's not easy it's just like i made it in my brain that like i have to do this otherwise i will fall down into this pit of darkness that i got out of and i don't want to go back there and i don't want to go back into like because i can get really lazy i can get to a point where like i don't wake up early i don't eat healthy i don't work out i don't work on my stuff i don't i don't take care of the people that I care about like so it's like a fight it's like that like i fight against that part of myself because when I was younger, like, everything I did, I judged myself. I couldn't talk to people because I was always like, and when I'm saying good, are they going to like it? Is this going to be good? It's constant chatter. And it got really bad, actually, the last couple months because of my ex. And then, and she was also very, very, uh, she said a couple things that, like, really brought back that old sense of, like, wow, maybe I was right. Maybe this whole thing was just a scam. And, and all this stuff that I've been working on by myself isn't right. But I got over that. But, yeah, it's just this, like, my mind, even though I might seem like the most positive person, can also be the most negative place in my, like, world. And it's a constant fight between it. And when I get, like, when things don't go right or I get sad and stuff, it comes out more. And I, it's a, it, I constantly remind myself, like, no, like, we're good. And then I'll listen to music and I'm okay. But it's a battlefield. So I, I yeah, like, my whole life I've just been like, I'm not good at that. Or I, I should have been better that way. Or I, I look like a fool. Like, it was always just destructive about myself i don't i don't i just i guess i switched the switch one day and i was uh, writing i started to write basically i was writing and i was like you know what today i'm changing it up so i was writing positive stuff i'm like i like this about myself i did that i think writing really helped me out so i did that for a long time maybe like maybe five or four months 
it was a crazy time. So it was 2015. No, 20, was it 2015? No, 2012. 2012 was when it happened. Well, no, 2013, actually. 2012 is when things happened. In 2013, I was like, I got to change that. So I wrote, wrote, wrote. And I think that flipped a switch in my head, too, where I was like, you know what? All these thoughts in this paper is positive. My thoughts are going to be positive now. And I'm going to start seeing things in a positive way. So instead of looking at myself negatively, like, oh, why did I do that? Maybe it's like, well, what, what if I did that? And then what if it worked out right? And then why? Maybe I could be better. And then also, I I did some acts of stuff that like I'm not proud of. So it's like, why am I not the per- like? I usually assume that like I'm a very good and a humble per- person, and I'm like I, I care about people. But then I realize like, do I, or is that just what I tell myself, or is that what I hope myself to be? So then I started becoming very self-reflective. I was like, I want to be this type of person, but I'm not. So I got to move towards it. And I think I'm too hard on myself. I think I am naturally like a good-hearted person. I just let like being a victim affect the way I am with people and let my emotions control me too much to where I lash out on people or, or get and I'm very I don't know what this is getting very deep but it's like I think I even have like abandonment issues so once that gets triggered I lose logic and I become this a mess and I but like this year I've handled it very well so I think I'm moving forward and and handling it all very well but when I was younger it was just it was just a mess like I was just like I'm not, I'm not that good of a person. And I, I think also just the insecurity of trying to be a nice person ended up making me very, like, like a snake. So I was like, I got to, instead of being nice, be more of a good person. So it's been a battle. But I, I think I've, I've done pretty better. I'm, I'm working on it, becoming more empathetic about people. My friend Mike has taught me a lot about empathizing with people because I'm very, I think my brain's more logical. I think of things like A and B. He's like... It, it is more to that. So I've I've also enjoyed more movies like I Am Dragon, which is a Russian movie, a Little Miss Sunshine. That's one of my favorite movies because it's the most like emotion, like emotionful, mo- very like heart filled movie. That's just about family and about accepting that like life isn't this grand thing where it has to be like money. It's just like this is life, and also other things like going around the world. Like life isn't. This this type of movie experience you have, it's this the small moments in life of just like you went out there and did and experienced things with people that you normally wouldn't have. Like I think taking a risk in life doesn't always have to be something super risky, but like it's about going a little bit farther than where you were and reaching out to people and to the experiences and to places and be like, hey, like this is life. Life is also those moments when you work and study hard, but it's like when you study hard, do something you want to do, and like that that feeling of like I'm doing. I'm doing something that I enjoy, and that's it. Like life, it doesn't have to be anything else. It has to be whatever I want it to be. So, so yeah. yeah. So my self-reflective flipped. I turned it from negative to positive. But it's it's a hard it's a hard thing because I might still sometimes be too harsh. I'm like I could be doing better, and I could be studying more, and I could be this, and I could be that. Even my girlfriend now, she's like, "You're too hard on yourself. Like you should relax." And I was like, "I do actually. I do occasionally relax, but like." <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm I I'm too high standards. But again, it's because I know sometimes I can fall down, and maybe I'm like, oh, I'm not working this hard. I get too comfortable. I don't. It's a. It's still a constant battle. But lately, I with my whiteboard and with everything, I everything is so like perfect. I can finally say there was like what I'm studying. My study schedule is great. This is great. I'm actually feel like I'm learning. My everything is is come together. I'm like the puzzles. Like everything too with this corona because like. Even unemployment, that was a problem. And I was like, ooh, I'm not getting paid. I'm not working since March. But that, that worked itself out. I was just like, I've really learned to let go and give all the power to, like, I just let go and not worry. If something happens, I'll deal with it when the time comes. But, like, 
I used to worry a lot. That's another thing too. And I, I worry insane too much because I I like things to be in the way they are. Like I like to know. Like for instance, when I try to plan trips, I'm like I'm gonna buy a ticket in the Airbnb so that way I don't have to worry about anything when it comes. It comes. Mm-hmm. But like, but that could also miss out on opportunities. Maybe things are cheaper, this and that. But there's some things where I compromise and something that don't. But but yeah. So I I. I don't want to, but yeah, I, I like to explain this because like I am not who I am today. Who I am today is not the same as who I was yesterday, and I wasn't always self-reflective in a good way. I was, I was, be, I beat myself up too much, and actually, like I don't, I don't do it often. So actually, I'd started this year, but I I smoked a little bit, and for the first time or second time I did it, I literally went back to the same headspace that I was, and I was, it was the weirdest feeling ever. I felt so weak so like i was shay i think i had a panic attack to be honest too mm. and i think it realized like there's a lot of stuff inside of me that still needs to be fixed there's a lot of stuff that like i still beat myself up and i'm like oh wow like this this part of myself is like something i constructed but it easily can be taken down and I, I that's what i'm working on like this year And i feel like in may and now being my like new girlfriend like it may have really fixed a lot of things about myself, so that way I was able now to move into this new relationship and be like, I'm not bringing anything that I had, any insecurities, any crap. Like this is a time for me to like grow, and she wants to grow, and I think she's the most amazing person I could ever meet, and perfect for where we both are in our lives. And it's like, yes, let's grow together, and like we have these battles inside of us, but like instead of it letting destroy us, why don't we use it to like each other help grow and then to face our challenges? And that beautiful, I love it, but like. It's just, it's been a crazy year. It's been a, it's been a crazy year inside my head, inside, and what I've been doing in the world, and like, but yeah. So, uh, don't think that like self, all this stuff that being positive is just like in my like my DNA. Some of it is, but like most of it is just built. Most of it, I think the only thing that the reason why I've been able to fight through it and like get through some stuff is in my DNA. But to get to where I am today was something I had to like construct and build and and watch a bunch of motivation videos to the point where it's like i can do it i can do this but any i am feel i i realized while listening to this one streamer the anxiety isn't normal i guess like she's like i don't feel it and i was like wow i i guess i always thought it was just me being nervous but like i do get filled a lot with like this feeling of like oh my gosh like this is about to happen but usually afterwards i feel energized but that that fills me up all the time so Every time I do a podcast, anytime I do, there's a little bit of like, ooh, like I don't know what's going to happen. And I think that might be my girlfriend says because I still worry about things. I'm like, oh, I guess I have to work on that. So we'll see what that is. But you're not alone. Nobody. I We all go through challenges. I Who I am today is uh, five, six years in the making, still working on it. So, yeah. You're, you're, you're your own project that's always Yeah, going. always. Yeah, it never ends. But yeah, this is weird. I've never had like a questions about myself. Like, yeah, I hope I hope it's good. I like yeah. I feel like a therapy session with you. It's quite nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe I need to change career again. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you never know. Maybe. You're really good at asking questions. I'm like I tell everybody, I'm like you're the best addition to this podcast. Like that's oh, why I had um Sean, the marketing guy put you as the number one for the thumbnails like put Zoe as the number one host for that episode because she killed it oh thank you <laughs> and actually uh, we're you know, as we speak they're adding you to the overall thumbnail of the group because you're now fully part of it so i was like i gotta have you on it like what are we doing 
So you're about, we're about to the new podcast team logo thumbnail thing. I appreciate it. I'm a, I love podcasts. I think they're great. I do another one. I'm just going to do a shameless plug. I'm so sorry. It's happening. I'm doing it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, throw plugs. Oh, yeah. So I have, wait, this is really UK based, but I have a radio show that I do in the UK um with this big like this massive arts and culture organization in london called the roundhouse um mm. yeah it's pretty cool i've been doing it for two years and we i've been doing it remotely with coronavirus going on so i haven't seen any of my my collective my my boys that i do that do it with but um yeah it's called t1 presents we are a, the collective is called t1 so that's my other thing that i do but i've been doing it for ages oh yeah i saw that yeah the t1 i was like what is that yeah it's um yeah it's fun it's just it's quite odd doing podcasts like this because usually we go into a studio it's a really nice studio that we go into and we've got really great mics and you know it's and we've got like all this great equipment and then yeah you just have to move into this kind of sphere of just doing it either over like sometimes discord discord's good or sometimes skype but it's yeah it's fun it's actually it's nice to see somebody rather than just me going welcome to t1 presents just on my own in the yeah <laughs> like, this is this song by this person and then putting it on and be like we're back it's like Ugh. it's good to have someone to bounce off of let's put it that way <laughs> yeah this is fun too i love i love meeting new people i that's just one of my things it's funny because my whole life has been shy but to be honest i it's my favorite thing in the world. I think everyone has something to say and something amazing about them. And I just love being with people. So, like, when I travel, I just love meeting new people. I meet, like, a new person every day. And I know some people are very introverted, so that's, like, hard for them. But to me, I, I'm, like, a breed, I guess, a mixed breed of, like, I get energy while being alone and I get energy while being with people. It's, like, well, I don't know. So, an introvert like this, like, uh, yeah, I'm introverted, extroverted. I'm, uh, I don't know what I am. I don't Who knows? But I... I look at this, like I love this, and I get energy out of this, and I have so much fun, and I just love me, like learning more about you, and it's just this is great. Yeah, I think with you as well, like um, I don't know, I guess you the positive, the positivity, and the kind of frameworks that you built around yourself are actually so important because I do identify with a lot of stuff that you said. I have terrible anxiety. I'm a terrible, terrible worrier. Always have been. Yeah. And it, and it's people think I'm not, and I'm like, mm, mm. <laughs> it's. But it's like also accept, accepting that you have that aspect of yourself, and you know, because as you, yeah, you you know this as well as I do that there's no, you can't like push things down. Yeah, you can't. They were like, just don't worry. And I'm like, I cannot worry, but this feeling isn't. It's emotional, and yeah. I mean, I so there is this guy I follow. His name is Wim Hoth amazing guy he he can control his like nervous system he can climb mount everest with just shorts on he doesn't get sick he's mastered his neural system so i think actually if i wanted to really learn to like control this type of part of me because i think it's it's very deep inside of me something i can't really control it's like in that i might have to go and like spend time with him because he's like his stuff actually works like you think like oh you know whatever like but no, he's he's done it to other people, and they tested the same thing. They tried to make his students get sick. Doesn't work. Like he's literally mastered the body, and it's nothing any crazy. It's literally, it's it's just breathing. All he does is breathe, and he breathes fully, and he you get all 
the breath, and then it's also cold showers and then stretching. But like that's just normal. So it's just, but it's also the idea of like being one with yourself. And I've I've noticed that when you if you ever taken a cold shower or just go into like a cold, I think it has to be cold, but just go under water and like if you kind of like sit there in silence, everything kind of goes away. It's weird. I, I'm thinking about it now because I haven't done it in a while. But when I was younger, the place where I felt the safest was underwater. I've always felt like calm and, and, and nothing mattered. And then I used to challenge myself. Again, I, this is just how I was born. So I, I do the same thing now in my life. But and nobody does this. Like everybody goes to the pool, either sunbathe or like suntan or just swim or chill. I every time you go to the pool when I was younger, I would go to the bottom of the water and I would swim from one point to the other without breathing. So, you know, now I do it and it's hard, but when I was younger, it was easy. And then I'll go, okay, that was easy. Let me go from here to here farther. And if I couldn't do it, I'll go back, swim to the side and do it again and do it again. And actually, I didn't know until watching him, but the way I would breathe as after I did it brought more oxygen in. So I was allowed to go farther without having to breathe, which I didn't even realize. So I was like, oh, wow, I'm getting benefits. So like, it's crazy. So then I would go back and, forth, and eventually I go from one point and then back and forth. I was able to breathe underwater for like ever. But in those moments, it was when I was not, never felt any worry. I felt accomplished. I felt powerful. I felt like I felt insane. And I always wanted to go to Paul's. Like, bring me there. I want to go there. I want to go dive. I want to. I want to experience the underwater. Even like I was at the beach one time with my dad, and we were far out. And actually, I didn't realize at the time because I was kind of young. But we were. We were. He couldn't stand. It was deep. We were. We were gonna die basically. But he would push me instead of me going like swimming to the shore. I would swim underwater, and he was like. What are you doing? Like I'm pushing you, and I it was cool because I had goggles at the time for some reason, and like it was so we were so far out that I could swim underneath the ocean, and it got to a point because I had the goggles where it would get dark, and I keep going. I was like, oh wow, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's how deep it was. Well, I was young too, so it wasn't that deep, but like it was deep. So, so yeah, it's just <laughs> I just it's insane that it, like this feeling of of controlling yourself so i want to go to wim hof's little like thing and, and see if i can fix that so that way it makes it easier for me but i don't want to do it through like medication i want to do it, like through like the body and, and being healthy and like figuring out and doing because i've done meditation before and actually one time i did meditation only once or twice but one time for sure i didn't feel like 15 or 20 minutes it felt like a couple seconds and the feeling i felt afterwards was so insane all I was doing was sitting there staring at a wall, but I felt so happy, so complete, so fulfilled. I was like, what the heck? Like, I never really got that again after doing meditation, but I was like, what is this? Like, what is this? What is going on? So, I don't know. I think there's just stuff we don't know that we need to learn more about ourselves. And I think that not some things that we've been taught our whole life isn't always the answer or is maybe a preventative, but isn't the answer, the cure to the problem. Like, medicine's cure. Like, it helps and stop it near the end, but let's. What if we can get before that? What if we can stop it happening entirely? Mm. So, I don't know, but that's another guy I look up to. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I want, I want to experience some of that. So I did some of his breeding stuff, but again, there's a lot of stuff I try to do. I I lost it in all my hobbies and all my things. But yeah, I heard an interesting thing about so that um, being able to climb Everest and just endure the cold. So there was. There was a study done on, I feel like it was like monks. I forget, I forget from where, but they had this kind of meditation and breathing technique that they do, and people could just perform surgery on them with no anesthetic. Like, it's just it's crazy. It's crazy to me. So it's like, I think we need to blend 
that's what I've been trying to do too. Because when I started, I used to listen to a lot of like Alan Watts and a lot of spiritual stuff and a lot of. So I was like, because we we have East, Eastern culture and Western culture, and I feel like they clash a lot. Like Eastern's more like, you know, zenning out and being peaceful and like controlling the mind and and all that awesome stuff. And then Western is just about like technology moving forward. And I'm like, you're both doing amazing things, but what if we brought them together? I think it could be like the greatest thing forever, which is like you can continue to advance in life, but also you can control you. I feel like Eastern's mastered the mind and Western's mastered like productivity. And if you bring those together, you can have a healthy mind and continue to do work that you want to do. Because I don't think productivity is always meaningful. Like we've gotten to a point where it's like do things, check, check off the box, and then eventually one day you'll have a house and a car. And it's like, is that fulfilling or is that just like, what are we doing for our lives? So it's like you all, you have to ask yourself the deeper questions in life. Why do I do what I do? Is what I'm doing meaningful? Is where I'm going really what I want out of my life? Like, because you don't have to have a big mansion to have a fulfilling life, but maybe you you can you might want that, and maybe getting that is fulfilling, but not for everyone. So it's just like, it's interesting how this world is, and I feel like we've gotten so divided lately, where it's like, why don't we take everything that's good, and make something that's beautiful and not destroy it? like, or like Bruce Lee says, take what's useful, and make it your own. Not everybody is the same. We all trying to fit in the same box, but like we're all different. We all have to eat differently because we all just our bodies are different. We all have to we believe different things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and also conquering our mind. Like we maybe we have to take practices from Eastern and fill it with Western and make something new that can help people in a better way here in America. And but also America is really bad because people eat a lot of bad food. It's really bad. It's like the standard diet is completely wrong. It's completely wrong. It's mm-hmm. like eat bread and all this stuff, and then occasionally have like it's just grains are not technically that good for you like you can have some here and there but like the, the idea that here it's like the healthiest thing in the world like all you need is bread 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 it's like no yeah. i've noticed that when i eat, don't eat bread i'm like my brain is clearer i i can focus more i love i do love bread occasion here and there but like i try to eat just fruit vegetables lots of nuts lots of lots of just food that you can find in the earth that's yeah. what i try to do occasionally and then when i bake when i want sweets i usually bake it myself because i'm like at least it's homemade at least it's good it's like healthy, but like it's it's not filled with other crap that I don't know about. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. yeah. Uh, you have quite of always Confucian outlook on things, where there's like a harmony between the yeah. sort of work and labor that you do and the, your sort of mindset, and that and they feed into each other. It's like a sort of yeah, a, a circle that never ends. It's, you yeah. know, it's crazy. This has been my struggle my whole life because I've seen things in two ways. I'm like. There's that way and that way. What are we bringing together? So that's why sometimes I flip-flop. Like I always think of different things because I see things clearly in two different ways, but they both are meaningful to me. Like I don't see one way and go, oh, yours is completely wrong. I'm like, this is how I believe it. But then I'm like, when you start talking, I'm like, you know, I, I get what you're saying. But it just comes easy for me. So like I'll say like, hey, I don't like something, but then I kind of like it at the same time. And people will be like, what does that mean? And I'm like, well okay. – you like some aspects of it, but you don't like all of the aspects of it. Whereas not good, you can only not like it or you can only like it. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how I work. So that's, I guess, Confucius. And I love the show Avatar The Last Airbender. And I think I fit that role of the Avatar perfectly because he likes to bring balance to all four nations. So it's like I have – I see things and like I just – yeah, I'm very – I have – I'm a di- – what's the best way to say it? I'm always in a dichotomy. I'm always like – there's sometimes you have to do this, and sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. That's how it is. 
Some yeah. days you have to work hard and be productive, but some days it's just like chill, which I do. I do that a lot. Like people like, relax more. I'm like, I do. I do have my days to relax. It's like, especially when I hang out with my girlfriend, I'm like we can hang out 12 hours a day and I'm not going to feel any sort of way. I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to be productive um, because this is my relax time. Or I'll play a game and I'm like, this is time to relax. But I work 20, like forever because then I, that's the time to do that. And it's balanced for me, at least. People need balance different ways. And it's fine. I get that. That's the way you work. That's not how I work. You ever heard of a thing called um, freelancer's guilt? Freelan- is that no? But like, is that like you because you're home or you're doing like work that's like on your own? You feel like you're not really working. Yeah, you feel so. You feel like you, you, yeah, kind of like you feel like you have to be doing stuff all the all the all the all the all the time because you don't really fit because because you seem to be able to like compartmentalize relaxing time and then work time which is really a really difficult skill to master I find it really hard but if, if you can't do that you sort of slip into this freelancer's guilt where you're like relaxing but you're like oh my god I should be doing something yeah, ah. I had that actually yeah I've gotten better at that lately because another thing I heard too when I started this whole thing was a lot of people are busy but not a lot of people are working on like what they need to work on and I was like that makes a lot of sense. Like a lot of school at the time was just busy work. And even now some of the stuff I'm doing like it's busy work. But to be honest, some of it's very straight to the point of like, oh, this is this is actually really good. But no, so there's like a lot of people just doing stuff and it's like, are you really doing something that's gonna get you where you're gonna go? Are you yeah. just filling your days with stuff to do? So I try to make sure anything I do is not busy work. It's stuff that like can push me forward. And and then I, I also am very high standards. I'm like, the time I have I don't wanna waste. So it's like that 10 minutes that I was kind of doing whatever, I could have messaged somebody and made an impact in someone's life. I'm better at like managing the little times that I have. So that way, when I do chill, it's like I'm good. I've used time wisely. But I also don't beat myself up, which I have been doing for a while. But like now that I have my schedule set up and things in a certain way, like I, I've and I planned a little bit out in a couple months, and like I'm good. I could literally mess up for like two hours today and be like, it's fine. Like I'll finish whatever I need to finish. And I'll, I prefer not to waste that time because I also feel like if I continue to do things right, it's like being disciplined. So mm. I can have days to slip. But as long as I'm disciplined now, then I know that like later on I have more freedom to do what I want to do. Because the goal of this is to be free. I, I like working for game dev and these companies so I can basically work anywhere. Like I do want to work at a studio at one point. But at some point in my life, like I would love to just just work wherever I want to work, which is what game dev is allowing for me. So as, as I get older and as I learn more stuff, I might try to be an instructor. I might try to do something where it's like they pay me more and I can literally work anywhere. I could travel to Bali or I could travel to wherever because I love traveling. That's one of my things in the whole world that makes me so happy. Traveling making people happy is what I live for. So, so yeah, so I was like, who knows what this could be. Like as of right now, this is perfect because of Corona, but like I'm getting paid online. It's like, cool. This is nice. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. Position. If you can be like, oh, well, anybody who's been able to be flexible with their working now has just totally come out on top. You know, it's if yeah. you can be flexible, then you're fine. Or you can just not be working like I am. <laughs> not by choice. Not by choice, obviously. <laughs> you ever feel I, guilty? You're like, I could be working more? Um, I, I do sometimes, but yeah. I'm very much, I very much sort of, uh, I'm t- sort of taking this time where I'm not working um, to just explore different things, 
which is yeah. actually I've not had a chance I've not had a chance to do that in like my entire adult life basically um you know when you're like I've traveled a lot as well but when you're doing that you're very much I don't know you're very sort of present in what you're doing and you only get the kind of reflection maybe when you've returned and you've been yeah. home for a little while um so yeah at the moment I'm keeping myself always I'm always I have to keep doing stuff I always have to be productive but it's like lots of different things that I'm trying out which has been a real blessing in this COVID time yeah. to, be now, to be honest this has been like a blessing I'm I'm I understand empathetic to all the people that like aren't having a, a yeah. good time and I'm I'm sorry like it's horrible it's and, horrible yeah. and I I just I don't know I, I wish them the best but for me personally, like, it's weird because at first I was like, this is also kind of bad for me because I just moved and, like, I'm like, oh, no, like, it's just going to take money out of my savings. But then, then like, you know, employment, things happen. I was like, oh, actually, this is the greatest thing that could ever happen to me. Keep it coming, actually. Keep it, like, keep the clothes, not the corona, but, like, let's keep, actually, let's just open everything up. Like, w let's do what we need to do. Let me rephrase all this. Let's, I like the good stuff that's happening. Let's just continue to move with the flow. No rushing anything. No rushing open things. No rushing procedures. Like I'm okay with what we're doing now. This hasn't in the bad. This has been good for me, so I'm grateful for that. But um, whatever needs to happen for us to move forward as a as a race, as a human race, we need to do that. And I'm I'm ready for whatever next step we need to take. Yeah. That is that is how I'm gonna put that. That's the best way. Yeah. But, um, okay. Of yeah. course. Of course, it's like, I mean, it's a it's a crisis. There's no other way. Yeah. To but what it has a, afforded a lot of people is time to just either sort of get on yeah. with the stuff that they're doing, like what you're doing, or or even like family. Just yeah. Like, or just time to reflect, which is yeah. I've had a crazy couple of years as well, so like had time to reflect on what I've been doing and all of like the kind of accom accomplishments I've had and things like that. You know, mm -hmm. it's. Yeah. It's good to have both those things, but yeah, of course, we'd prefer it wasn't happening. Is the summary? <laughs> yeah, we prefer. Yeah, we prefer it wasn't happening, but there's there's good coming out of it, even long term for everyone who's still here. Which is the world has moved from regular like life to digital life, and it's it's amped it up. It was gonna happen no matter what, but it's it's rush rocket launched that. To now, to today, and now people are literally working online. People are getting stuff delivered. Like everything has changed, and it was going to change regardless. And I think we just ramped it up because it was a pandemic. Like everybody got it. Like before, it probably would have been like one business, two businesses. Now it's like every business has just like changed everything to fit with the times. Yeah. And I think that's great for the game development companies because, or people who want to work at game development companies. Because before it was like you have to be at the city and you have to work here, but now it's like they can work anywhere. You know, yeah. I know security is an issue, but like. They had to do it now, so why can't we do it forever? Yeah. So it's just anything anything that was already in like you say in the process of happening, it is just put yeah. let a firecracker under it. Boom. You know, bang. Like street you know, streaming and just, you know, music streaming and all like all of these things that were already, you know, on the up and up because people were just more interested in changing their habits. It has mm. just exploded all of those things you know for better or for worse who who knows who only time will tell yeah things pan out uh, yeah, but you yeah. never know it could be back good i i believe that as a human 
race, we're moving in the right direction collectively. There's a lot of bad people, and occasionally we'll, we'll still get set back. But I think even throughout time, we always the good always somehow prevails. I guess like just I don't know how we do it, but we continue to continue moving forward. Like even you can look back and be like, oh, the Roman Empire fell, but even then, people somehow we got here, we are today. So they kept moving forward. Um, and I think even now this, we all move forward together to make life better for all of us now and onwards. Um, there's still a lot of things we have to figure out, but that's just life. That's yin and yang. The world has darkness and light, and that's what we continue to fight for. And uh, it's weird. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know, it's just like understanding how the world works sometimes also can maybe bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. Because it's like happiness, understanding. That's another thing too. We can talk about my this definition of happiness and how I'm happy. Because happiness isn't. Uh, it's not what people, I guess, assume it is. It's like it's less more than the feeling, and also it takes work. Like we're not built to be happy. We're just built to survive. And then things that make us survive make us happy, like food. And like, oh wow, woo! But then you're like, nowadays you're like you have abundance of food, so you have to understand what. There's a lot of things to it, but yes. Was it going? I hate when I, I ramble and then I forget what I was going. Oh, don't worry about it. Um, um, that's what happens to me sometimes. Though. I've noticed and like I beat myself up, but now I don't. I'm just like whatever. I lost it. But uh, yeah, I I my brain moves way too fast, and I'll just I'll get to something else, and I'll be like, oh, what's the original idea? Yeah. But no, I was talking about. Okay, yeah. So the world it abundance. It's just a. a Unfortunately, there sometimes has to be bad so that there can be good. It's just, I guess, the way the world works. Because if there's no good, you won't know what bad, and there's no bad, and you won't know what good is. So, like for instance, this Corona is like it's horrible. It's the worst thing that could ever happen. And now that we're seeing good coming out of it, cool. But like, I mean, some people's just like their life is just nonstop bad after bad after bad after bad after bad. But I think those are the people who need to speak up more about things in a positive way. I think they need to push them to like somehow get out of it and somehow tell the story in a way where it's like you can't like the dark is the time you can move forward in a way that's not very victimizing because I, even I was there and I was just like it doesn't really do anybody good but if you can take those moments and go like okay I was in this situation I don't want it I don't wish it on anybody else but it happened you know what? There's good that came out of it. First of all, like I, I'm alive still, and I can help people who are in a situation. And then, who knows? Like I believe that people who, for instance, and even with all the events that happen now, like I believe that some of the stuff has been taken to an extreme. But some of it's just like, hey, I've been in this situation that you don't know about, and I've been hurt, or and I've been, I feel uncomfortable or scared, and 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 I think we should move forward so that people don't like that, don't feel that way anymore. I think that's great. I think people should speak more about them. Speak more about situations that they not, might not be because of the the, rate, the, skin, the color of their skin or the, the way they've been raised up or the beliefs they have. Everybody gets picked on or, or attacked for certain reasons. But I think if they can pull themselves out of the situation and find the good out of it and then speak about it and help other people in that situation, like go out there and like, hey, I'll bring food to people who don't have food or, or teach people who have don't have the resources to be like, educated and just help bring this world better i think the world could be better if we just each find the light and try to bring people out of the darkness in whatever situation it is and not i believe we could do that with peace not violence and i think trying to hurt somebody the same way to hurt you doesn't really help solve things in the long run 
I think it 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 doesn't. I think we've 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 been very violent. Even I can like I used to really be aggressive. My dad's very aggressive, so it's like I've learned to like violence doesn't really solve anything. It's about becoming a bigger person, realizing hey, we can do this a different way. And then maybe one day, one day we can have world peace. Who knows? It's it's gonna be hard. It's it's just there's a lot of negative and bad people too. It's just like who knows. But that's yeah. why I fight to to not change the world, but change one person's world so that they might might be able to change the person in their world, and then maybe that could be a domino effect that the whole world can change. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, it's, it's good to focus as well, like on the um your like sphere of influence, as it were. So you know. In your, you can do the most work and the most good in your immediate circle. That's just, you know, just as groups and, mm. you know, communities work, it always, the individual can always do more in their immediate circle rather than the larger sphere. Although some people do transcend to do work in the larger sphere. But, yeah. you know, all you can try and do is, you know, they always say charity starts at home is basically what. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. I believe if everybody like got their lives together, then their home together, and then the relationships together, it's like a domino effect. If you, I mean, not always. Sometimes people feel attacked. They're like, "Oh, you're changing," but I believe if you, there's a great quote. It's actually from my favorite show, but I think it's it's perfect. Where it's like, if you can withstand the darkness, I think then you can then change that darkness. I'm, I'm butchering it. That's not even it at all. But I'm trying to put it into words. So, yeah, I think if you can make your home better, then your kids will be better. And then they'll be like, well, let me make my friends. Like, I don't know. It's just like this domino effect, like you're saying. Like, it's just if everybody gets a small part of their lives together and their sphere, then then the whole world will get like together. It, theoretically, it's like if one person, I mean, everybody gets their stuff together, then the whole world will be together. Theoretically, that makes sense. It's just like, hey, if everybody got everything. But... How are we going to do that? You need to tell me right now. I'll accept no other answer than if you solve everything right now. Go. Yeah. So <laughs> how we solve the problem. The one way I would say, and it's not the easiest answer because it's it actually takes, I guess, destroying your ego, which I think is the main villain for all of the bad stuff that happened in our lives in human nature. But let go of ego and take extreme ownership of everything that happens in your life. So, like, sure, bad things might happen to you, and you have no control over that, but it's, like, there comes a point where it's, like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, let's say I, tomorrow I got hit by a car and I'm paralyzed. Like, that sucks. I do not want that for anybody, and I don't even want that for myself. But it's, like, you know what? I got to find something out of this. To, maybe I'll become the person who can do things with no legs. So that way it shows other people that, like, you have it good, but you still can do it. Like, there's this one guy who has no arms and legs, and he climbed, climbed like, a small mountain. He does things, and he makes speeches. And it's like, if you can live a meaningful life like that, then, like, just keep doing it. Like, I want more people like that who just keep showing it, like, hey, you can have the worst situation happen to you, and you can still live a pretty great life. You can still be a positive person in the world. doesn't mean that you don't fight stuff. Like, people understand, like, being positive, being happy. No, they they struggle more than you can imagine. But they chose that, like, you know what? There's... While I'm here, might as well make it enjoyable. Might as well live the life that I want to live. I think that's just how we're going to, yeah, just take ownership of it um, and work towards making it better so that it won't ever happen to anybody else, too. I, But again, that's just like, that's just saying you have to literally say, hey, it's my fault. 
even if you know it's not, but you're saying like, hey, whatever situation, whatever moment, no, whatever happened, I had a way of maybe making it differently, and I didn't step up, so I'm gonna step up now, because you can go in it. This is a crazy. This is a different. This is a weird thing, but like, you can go in a downward spiral and be like, hey, like everything's literally my fault. I could have, I could have done this, this and that. It's not really saying that. It's more of saying, look, you just right now you have the keys in your hand. And you have a choice to make, and how you choose to make that choice defines what's going to happen now. It's kind of like being a hero of your own story. You can either choose to take that sword and fight the demons or fight whatever was thrown at you, whether you wanted to or not, or put the sword down and say, like, why does this have to happen to me? I, And it doesn't have to be something extreme. It's just literally being like, hey, like, I... Well, like, work. Even work, it's just, like, for, for serving. It's like... Some people just want to be like, oh, they didn't, they didn't order this and that. I've seen it so many times, but it's just like, did you, did you do what you were supposed to do, or did you come back and say, hey, like I, usually people change their mind. Let me ask, and it's like those simple tasks of being like, hey, let me just take control, or being like, hey, I messed up. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna do this, this, and that differently next time, so I don't make the same mistake. And that's it. Nobody's ever like, I think the idea of being judged or being attacked has really like. It's really the ego. It's but they've been they've been hurt, so they feel like no, I need to find I need someone else's fault, and then they're the problem. Let's destroy that. And it's like, no, I don't think so. I don't. But that's it's balanced because there's there's so many different perspectives. It's like, it's I don't know. That's why I think the one answer to that is just everybody get their stuff together in their own way, do their own thing, don't hurt anybody, and um, the world will be better. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> that's my answer though. To save the world. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> you sold everything. It's a, it's a difficult topic. That's why I like these discussions because, like, I always when I talk, I have the idea that maybe what I'm saying is wrong, which is why it's easy for me to listen to other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could be completely wrong, but like, I I want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. And then I also have this way too, where it's like, I will listen, and I can sometimes see where it's coming from, like, emotions or from a place of understanding. And I kind of like, it's an interesting way when the conversation goes away, where it's just like, even then it comes up where I'm like, look, I, I know I could be wrong, but it's like, what if what we're saying right now is only because of the moment our emotions are very high, like right now, like, like are very strong. Like, what if we don't really feel that way, but we're just, we're just not understanding. Because we very, as human nature, it's, we, we've got like a lot of tendencies to just think that like whatever's happening right there is flight or flight, like it's horrible, but it's like. So, there's a lot of people where it's just like, sometimes, some, like, I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson said the best, but like, sometimes you just can't argue with people, because it just gets you nowhere. So, there's some people where it's just like, I think that we, that your perspective is, is being persuaded by the emotions, and we need to talk in a different manner where you're, we're both level-headed. Yeah. But other than that, I usually listen to everybody, like, I usually am like, okay, those people are just like, we'll talk when you're not in this state and then we'll we'll hear what you have to say and we'll we'll dive deep into everything that you want to talk about but like don't i think when people start getting angry or upset or, or, or like super strong i'm like calm down like we i'm not gonna hurt you nobody like we can have a discussion yeah we're just talking yeah we're just talking like there's just those are the moments when i'm like eh, i'm walking away we'll come back to you when because even i'll have those moments where i'm like Grr. i'm like wait a minute why am i being so angry or so upset or like there'll be moments too when I was scrolling Twitter and they'll, they'll sometimes say something I'll be like I have like a very like ah uh, and I'm like 
why do I have that reaction? Why am I so? I'm like, I'll step away. I'm like, oh, let me get off here before I lose myself. But um, I think that's why I love being self-reflective in a good way because it's just it's just saying like, hey, there's so much I don't know. And then I mean, also I've gained that from traveling. But like, there's so many people with different perspectives, different lives, different way cultures, cultures, and the fact like that's another thing too. It's like. You just gotta try. Like people do things differently in different countries, or or the societies are just different. Like for instance, you go to most Middle Eastern countries. Like most women have to be a certain way, and it's like that's weird to me. That's just like here. It's like it's it's most of the time. Like ninety percent. Like it's like they can do whatever they want to do and be free to be who they are most of the time. So it's like the fact that they have to be a certain way. It's just like oh, or or even. When I, I've, because I'll sometimes look at posts about like relationships, and then you, I'll see a lot of Indian guys will post or women, and and I'll be like, oh, well, the women has to do what I say, and I'm like, oh, that's, but that's how the culture is there, and it's just, and it's just nobody, it's, it's insane to me. And it's like this world has so many different perspectives, and it's just like, I don't, I think people really need to travel more and experience things in different shoes, and people don't have the resources to travel all the time, so it's like, why don't we make games where people can be in people's shoes and, and, and really see how this world is and maybe we can all collect because even i need this but like all s- just see things differently and learn things differently and continue to expand our knowledge of of people we don't even like and, and of, of, of different writers and thinkers and and get an overall of, of like how the world works because i think nowadays too some people just listen to the same people and like I listen to this person because they they agree with everything I agree with. So then you have this bias where you just everything is right because I'm listening to this person. And they have authority. So, so damn, this yeah, conversation yeah. got really like interesting. I'm I, we, we I feel like we go for another three hours. But yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. we're gonna talk for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, this is this is this is the conversation I usually have with my friend. This is what I love talking. This is my normal life when I'm not studying. Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah. This is at the end of every game.tv community podcast we ask our guests to issue a challenge to the game.tv gamedev.tv uh, community so uh <laughs> what's your challenge for oh. the community it can be it can be a writing challenge <laughs> no. oh my gosh the- any kind of, i don't know if you're familiar that we do this at the end of the show but um what's your challenge for the community Wow, I want this to be a really good challenge too because this was very like. A, you weren't immense. expecting that, were you? <laughs> no, I wasn't. <sighs> hmm. Alright, I'll give you some time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, damn, listen, I feel like a guest now. Okay, so now this is what they feel like when they get the challenge. It's not easy. Yeah. Um. So last, so last week, everybody who's listening while KB's thinking, we had um my friend Ben Appleby Dean. And their challenge was just pushing out of your com- comfort zone and just trying to, yeah, just try and experience or, you know, play something you wouldn't normally play or, you know, watch a movie that you wouldn't normally watch or read a book that you wouldn't normally read. Like, it's such kind of standard advice, but it's actually really helpful. So that was their challenge. So what's your... <laughs> so this one is is more about yourself right so do we're gonna do what i did a long time ago which is maybe for a month at the end of every day write down just like how your day went what what you felt throughout the whole day or actually write down your whole day 
And and what I used to do was I was like, okay, I made this today, and it was it was really good. And and I went to school and I talked to these people. We had an awesome conversation, and I learned this, this, and that. And and just just write. And then at the end of that, I would write down just how I felt, how I felt about where I'm going in the future, and just different things. And I mean, you don't have to, but I, I try to. I mean, to be honest, it was more of like just the way I was. But um. Try to do it in a way where it's like you're trying to see the positive side of like where you're going. You can write all the dark and negative stuff, but try to just write out your days for the next couple of days and really, really just dump everything that's in your brain, everything you're thinking about. Spend like, I don't know, listen to music and spend an hour, spend a, a while for just writing your day, writing your thoughts, writing where you want to go, writing what's bothering you, what's been troubling you. Do that for a month and see how you feel and see how, if maybe this has helped you be more. Is it reflective of like who you are as a person? Because I think that's honestly what helped me switch this, the the um, script and help me start to be more self-actualized and more self-reflective about who I am. Because I started to write and it became a habit, and I started just doing it in my head instead of writing it down. But um, yeah, just like and also see things differently. Like maybe that breakfast that you made was actually more meaningful than you thought, or maybe that trip was actually more fun than you. Or maybe maybe the little things that happen you forgot. You're like, oh wow, I remember when that person told me like, hey, nice shoot. Like there are a lot of things that happen that day we forget. So it's like your life. Put it in a piece of paper for a month, every day. Write something. It could be an hour. It could be 30 minutes. Put music on and just go. Let go. don't judge your writing. Don't do it. Keep a little like notebook and then go back and read through all that you wrote. You can even keep it somewhere. Come back a year, two years, and just see like. Wow, this is what I was thinking about at the time, or this is where I've come. Especially if you look at it five, ten years now, be like, remember when I was like that? Dang, I've come a long way. Something like that. That's my challenge. Okay, I like it. Thank yeah. you <laughs> from the man himself. Yes. Challenger himself. Oh my God, beautiful. Look, see, I, I love it. I'm gonna, I gotta come with better questions. I mean, challenges next time. Though. I'm gonna. I didn't give you a chance, but I was suddenly like, let's see what he says. If yeah, I just yeah, yeah. That, I, I like that one, though, because that one, I feel like it, it helped. Writing that one really does help a lot of, in a way that I actually, I think I should write more because I haven't in a while. Yeah, keeping a diary. It, really actually, helps. to be honest, this podcast is kind of like that. Like right now, this is like what I would write and talk about, just like dump these things down. Because like, right now, I feel really good. I don't know. you. This conversation has pumped me up. I feel so... Um, so energized and feel better about things and likewise yeah, yeah. it was a good oh, chat yeah. so we're gonna end it with this amazing quote from the my favorite show i've last ever been there but it says that the true mind can weather all the lies and illusions without being lost and this is the part that gets me the true heart can touch the poison of hatred without being harmed and then since beginning less time darkness thrives in the void but always yields to purifying light so that middle part, which says a true heart can touch the poison of hatred without being harmed, is the idea that you can give love and, and touch all the pain and darkness and evil in the world. And still, without it hurting you, you can, like, give and give and give and give. It's the idea of just, like, giving without expectations and taking. But it's just love. It's like love is ever – You can it can just flow from you, and you can just walk away if somebody doesn't agree with or doesn't accept your – but never never let it hurt you, never destroy you, because that's happened to me. But now I feel like I've been able to resist that pain and I wanna others to give I wanna give love to everyone else who's felt that pain. So yeah. So I'll say it one more time so it sounds good for the podcast. The true mind can weather all the lies and illusions without being lost. The true heart can touch the poison of hatred without being harmed. 
and since beginning less time, darkness thrives in the void, but always yields purifying light. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all GameDev.TV courses at courses.gamedev.tv slash courses or in the show notes with a 10% discount. Get started with your game development journey today.